0: You are listening to TV on the Throne, a Game of Thrones podcast brought to you by TVAidMyDinner.com.
1: They held each other close and turned their backs upon the end. The hills that split asunder and the black that ate the skies. The flames that shot so high and hot that even dragons burned. would never be the final sights that fell upon their eyes fly upon a wall the waves the sea wind whipped and churned a city of a thousand years and all that men had learned the doom consumed it all alike and neither of them turned i would clap
0: And TV, t TV on the throne. And TV, t TV on the throne. And TV, t TV on the throne. And TV, t TV on the throne.
1: Listening to TV on the Throne. My name is Sean. I'm sitting here with Andrew. Good day, sir. And tonight we're going to talk about the fifth episode of season five of Game of Thrones: Kill the Boy. For Sean, the hits keep on coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This episode, I was actually really pleased with. I, this may be my favorite episode of this season. Like, yeah. I think this was the one... And, in fact, this episode, I feel, is going to make me mad at the whole rest of this year. Because there's a lot of, like, empty promise built into this episode. But we shall yeah. see We shall see if that turns out to be true. But, yeah. but I feel can like this episode... <laughs> like, this episode shows what you can do with this show. So you guys may be working against yourselves here. Because there's a lot of fun stuff. I mean, it's not like a revelation as an episode of the show. But it's just a lot of fun stuff. Like, if every episode were like this episode then it'd be a truly satisfying show. And I don't know, they're having trouble with that this year.
0: Well, they're just having trouble, like, it just keeps, I mean, I think, I don't know, I, I mentioned this before, I think it's getting better and better a little bit. But that doesn't mean, maybe just we're into the season so they're a little more meatier conversations. There's still just people having conversations and,
1: and going moving places. forward. It's, it's yeah, still just think, like the preamble to something happening is the entire show. It's like, you know, it's kind of like, a, like I, a play right now.
0: Right, and I think that's like what we talked about. I mean, and then until we talked about it, I was dumb enough, I never realized this. That it's because this is like peacetime. I mean, the show was exciting through the war, <laughs> the first three seasons, because every episode, a shift in that dynamic could change instantly, and something crazy could happen. But now it's, it's like, well,. This Bunch is of a, conversations and chess pieces. I'm a reading a, a lot of Joseph Campbell
1: right now, so the, it helps me put it in perspective. It's like this is basically a shift from the macrocosmic to the microcosmic. It's like you had right. something that was world altering going on, and now you've shifted to these little personal intrigues. It's like, this will Cersei get on. <laughs> revenge on that girl <laughs> she doesn't like? It's like who gives a shit? It's like the whole season is built around that. Are we have Let's we see. have we killed that many characters? Yeah, I
0: feel Cersei's. I think she sealed her own fate, though.
1: I think she sealed everybody's fate.
0: <laughs> I, we think, yeah, I, th- I think we got to build that. I we're just getting ahead of ourselves take her but the city. Every episode is terrible. I know, but, no, but even this episode, or, whenever it did it, yeah. I, I just think that we had talked about that kind of thing. It was episode three where she talked to him and did that. And it was episode four where they kind of officially took over. And this is like you see more of that. But well, you thought just, when she allied
1: herself with them, it was like, this is smart because they don't have a lot of military strength and make, you know arm somebody that could do something useful like that makes perfect sense and then she immediately decided to use that to to just take care of her own personal rivalries without which right. her she can't survive like if you have no allies you can't survive like how how do you not know that but idiot, we, we will get to that this episode doesn't really go into that so
0: we give them a while to
1: this episode takes place right after the death of Barristan the Bold. Well, this we one's weird. This, this, is,
0: this one's cool because they, it's, a, it's... I think why it was good, because it's finally away from that. The whole, let's spend two seconds with everybody. You know? Cause like now we can just, no, I just like stay that. with people and for an
1: entire show. you know Because people start doing things that are slightly more interesting. But this episode is more about, like, what dumbass things is uh, Daenerys going to do now...
0: Yeah, what are her I mean, maybe character flip flops
1: <laughs> going to be? So like the, right now, the race is, and it's it's kind of endearing. It's like the race is to see like just the sort of crawl between uh, Daenerys and Jon Snow, like the race to becoming a leader. Oh yeah. And we get to see, and <laughs> Jon Snow, it, the problem with this season really is coming down to like all our hopes are pinned to characters that are boring. Like I really do like Jon Snow's arc. I, I think that he's going to be important. But as a character, Jon Snow is is one of the least interesting characters. And like you're like, ooh, Stannis is well, doing we, some interesting yeah. things. But Stannis is one of the most boring characters you have. Like, uh, why are the villains only the interest the only interesting characters? Like you kill the villains, and I'm so satisfied to see them go. But then I miss them immediately.
0: Well, but it's so funny that well, Stannis is doing an interesting things. It's just because he has some good lines. That's all he's doing. Well, he's, he's actually doing, doing some stuff yeah. though. It's
1: like like now that he's settled at Castle Black, he's not dumbassing around. Like he's the one who's going to try to save Winterfell, and he sort of has this respect for Jon Snow, right? And in, and now suddenly you know, he, he's realized that oh yeah, White Walkers. Right. That's why. That's why you guys are here. I forgot. After last episode, where it's like we keep trying to seduce Jon Snow to help us with this one thing, and like, oh, I forgot Army of the Dead and all that, right? You know, yeah, the, that the shield against the realm, you know, to protect the realms of man and all that business. Not my personal extra army, which isn't that
0: useful because you don't have that many men anyway. Yeah, how long does he get those guys for? It's like some kind of <laughs> rental period or something, because they're just, they're like the Bank of Bravos, right? I mean, it's like they're men, or is it just he got another army just because he borrowed money? Yeah,
1: exactly. Because you basically are using, like, basically, Bravos controls the entire world. Yeah, that's what sure. we were talking about last time, where they're like, just so they just want to cash in, one tenth of their debt, no biggie. <laughs> yeah,
0: not a uh, big deal. There, how did did they ever explain on the show, like, how the Lannisters the Lannisters got that way because of gold, right? They yeah, got they the control rich gold of-
1: mines, who which are now dry. Okay, so that just totally. Look, after that, they tried invested, out. you know, in other ways. But instead of investing wisely, they just overextended themselves to grab power, and now they're basically wow, just banking everything on an illusion of wealth. But all of their chief rivals know that they're broke. That's a bad position. It's like the right. people may think the Lannister gold is good, but uh, everybody who counts knows that you've got nothing. And without Tywin there to to bring it all together it's it's, it can't last
0: oh yeah and there's yeah they're in some kind of weird grace period i think with that because you know that's what Cersei's operating under because she doesn't know yeah she thinks it's going to remain
1: business as usual but it's really people are just waiting for the first brick to fall like nobody's making the first move they're trying to see you know who to get in front of but yeah, that's definitely going to be something that happens this year. Is the fate of King's Landing will be more or less secured one way or the other?
0: Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I I, I guarantee it's going to be because of this whole religious thing, though, they're going to just sweep over that whole like clean house, <laughs> that whole city. So I we'll hope see. so. I the know.
1: only thing I hate on that is like you're going to have to bring in some interesting characters because you do kill the people I hate, and I'm happy to see that. But. So far. When there's like a character deficit, nothing fills the void. Like that's why we were so excited about Oberon It's like a new character who's really interesting. It's like, why, man, did you guys waste that? That is true then we that's to, why his brother will live forever and his brother has basically been sitting in a chair. It's like, you know, I've got
0: gout, okay? I get up. And see, but he's in the same spot. It's like did you, they had the actor for like one day. But yeah, we just yeah, exactly we, we have to do all these season, season in this exact
1: spot. It's what it feels like. It's like if you look at the map in the opening like sequence, Dorne is tiny. It's like, but you don't realize that Dorne is basically this balcony and garden. Because yeah. according to the show, that's what Dorne is. I do not move from like, this spot. He's a ever. king because they say he is a king, but we've only seen one servant. The only other person we've seen interact <laughs> yeah. with him is someone who doesn't respect him as king. Like, it's so tiny, it feels like such a little world. What a weird pinhole for us to, like, everyone was like, last year, like, no way, it's going to open up this whole big bag of snakes, and like, well, maybe, but so far you have, basically there are three sand vipers, and Dorn has, like, a king and one attendant. It's like, it's sort of, the kingdom is sort of Lilliputian at this point. Like, yeah, no and that's wonder what they feels. don't worry that much about upsetting Dorn
0: yeah it feels like there's way more extras like I don't know what's the deal with Dorn because I mean just in a random King's Landing scene going through the ghetto where they have so many extras and like hundreds of people it's such a rich and we haven't world. seen anybody but in Dorn but like the the palace and it really does make it feel kind oh, of claustrophobic it's
1: like you you called it like, like they just shot it all together like we'll stretch this out through the whole season and it makes Dorn feel like there's nothing
0: yeah I don't but, know
1: so but that's alright <laughs> In marine is where things are going down. I did. Daenerys bothers me because even when she does things that I think are cool, she immediately feels bad about it. Like this kind of idea of just rounding up all the all the rich people and, and burning them with dragons. That's like that's a very powerful message.
0: Just burning one at least. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like just put one, feed one to dragons, just to remind people. Like yeah, I'm the queen of dragons. I don't know who you think you're messing with. Yeah, that's but exactly what we happened. said. She should be doing. I have yeah. the power to feed you to a damn dragon if I want to. And then, th- by the end of the episode, she turns around and has a kind of a, a better, a, a good plan, which is to say, now I'll marry one of them, and that that way we'll show unity. But that's not her plan. She's like, I feel bad about that other thing, so let's do this. It's like, well, actually, these work together well as as a single plan, because you sort of you know breaking them down and building them up, they don't know what to expect. But the underlying messages don't mess with me.
0: Well, that goes into, like, it's like the walking dead syndrome. It's like, I don't mind people. You want them to be decisive and do that Coral. and deal with the consequences. But in the, yeah, but in the, you don't want to pull a Rick and just, like, I don't know what I'm doing. But in the course of that one episode, go, maybe I'll just change my mind. Whatever. I was like, but nothing happened. No. I mean, you didn't, you know what I mean? It's like, it's. Yeah. This season of know. Game
1: of Thrones, they're more they they're doing it more often episode per episode. Like each episode is its own little story, and it does, they don't seem to build. It's like you you said last time, like you know something's going to be important because they just talk it up in the same episode for no reason and then drop it. Like right. everybody, every episode is well, just sort of written in a in a vacuum by one writer, and they don't seem to have a clear idea of what well, they're na- doing.
0: Yeah, because before, when naturally, they had big moments happening, and they're like, oh, got like, big kind of shards of the story drop into certain episodes. That, that episode doesn't need an arc. It just needs to drop that chunk. You're like, whoa, and then you'd be ready for next. Because they have nothing, they have to construct some kind of arc that, you're like, I need to feel like we did something. You know, it's like when you play like some kind of video game like RPG. I've be playing a long time. One of those big ones are like, I play for two hours, but I just like, yeah, I, I, I walked over to that town because they're boring. <laughs> because it feels like that. It's like Take I need nope. like six Game hours. <laughs> I do not
1: play those games because they are boring.
0: We gotta skip to the action.
1: Like we really have to walk to the town? It's
0: like yeah. And it's not, it's like and miles. It's not even It's not even about action and people dying. It's just about dynamic shifting, you know? Because that's what we used to always say. Like, whether it was the plot or just with characters inside of scenes or inside of episodes or inside of those arcs of episodes. That character, I mean, maybe it's because it's towards the beginning and everybody's still learning and finding their footing and stuff. But it feels like everybody's settled into these places that they don't shift that much within an episode or even a season, maybe a season.
1: We're not at the beginning. This is halfway through the season now. Right. Like, we should should have a feel of what's going on in this, this chapter of the story. And it just feels like they're just... Everyone's waiting to see when George R.R. Martin's going to put out a new book. Like we don't, we, we'll just hold out. It's like, guys, you're going to have to take command and just take responsibility for telling the story. All right, you can't just show us a clip of a zombie or a clip of a dragon or something. Like you can't just be shooting shit for the trailers. We we got to be actually making the show now. Always be shooting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the thing. Yeah, it just feels. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're doing that. Because, I mean, supposedly they know the big moments of the story left, right? So, but it's got, this has to be building up to something good. Or else this is just like the nothingness season. And it's not even, when you, when I'm watching it, it's not like I'm watching it. Like, it's all so well made. You know, it's like a Christopher Nolan movie or something. Like the cinematography and even the acting and... All the lines and stuff are great, well. and it's pleasant while you watch it, but when you and me start thinking about this, I'm like, well, eh, and I don't know what there is to talk about it. it but this is the one episode that I really liked.
1: I mean, I, I don't yeah. mean to be negative about it, but, but I really enjoyed This, to me, this, as an episode, is a good template for what you should be doing, except that you do have to follow through. Like you well, maybe this is suggesting cool stuff for right. eight episodes, and then one thing will happen, and then you do some bullshit tease at the end and go and boo this could happen no it won't we're going to open next season and you're going to forget you ever said that and then we're going to sit through eight episodes and you're going to have some other tease
0: you never follow through but see this could be a lesson just like as a writing lesson because i mean the show i mean even when there wasn't crazy stuff happening they didn't have as many characters as they do now you know like all these far-reaching ideas and so it would focus on like ned Primarily, or something, like, and so it's not the first season, there's some episodes nothing happens, you know, it's like intrigue. But he's it, just kind of it's just compelling around. The problem, yeah, because is- you, but I think it's because you're spending time. And that's why I think this is one is better because even if Jon Snow, there's some interesting stuff happening and just kind of machinations. But you get to just live with him for a while, so it becomes a little more interesting. And I like just by to default. see what
1: Jon is doing, like right, like what they're doing with his arc, it, it, you know, using his his position. To sort of make peace with with the free folk, because he knows that there's a larger threat. He's like basically John now is the only person in the world who, who gets cares it. about
0: the White Walkers. Yeah,
1: yeah, who knows? Like you know, none, it doesn't matter which of us win all this stuff. If an army of the dead just comes past the wall and marches over Westeros, that's it for everybody. Right. So you keep... Game over, man. Yeah, you keep trying to pull me away like I'm not doing something, but actually, that's why Stannis I actually respect, because when the, the, the wildlings are like, we're going to have to borrow some boats, and they don't even have, they show that conversation, He's just like, I'll see if Stannis will loan you his fleet, and he does. And he's like, I'll okay,
0: get it back to oh you. He's like, God. I'm sure you will. Well, I need him.
1: <laughs> Alright, Okay. Good. way to go, Stannis, oh, I love it. all of a sudden. And the,
0: the, yeah, and the other, the other scene with Stannis in this one, and he walks in and um, Sam... Studying, and he's like, he's like, he's like. At first, he's like, your dad is the only one that beat Robert, <laughs> whatever. He's like, yeah, a good warrior. I like him. You don't look like a warrior, but you killed a white walker and they had this whole conversation, but you know Stannis is thinking about that stuff because he's, he's like, keep reading. Because <laughs> that's what Sam's doing. Uh, he, Sam's should. the only one, too. He's the only one that's kind of worried about they this, still too. Have
1: to, the show this year is really getting down on the female characters. Like, They're very they're horrific the yeah. underrepresented. And we won't even talk about episode six. I've been trying to pretend we haven't seen it yet because I'm trying to focus on what I like about this. But it still opens with Gilly. <laughs> is this all the books in the whole world? Like,
0: Sorry I don't on. know you've things like around you You've been a while
1: You've been here a while You've seen books You're learning to read I'm one the stupidest person you've ever met in the whole world
0: It kind of feels weird that they should give that to other people though Maybe because even like Egret did that It's like is that a great castle <laughs> It's like the little ruined thing It's like yeah, it's can the, that Giants Bane Bane Bane. guy say that Somebody else say that besides Or just don't say
1: it Why does Gilly <laughs> still have to be represented by being super dumb we get it you were raised ignorant but you've been here a while you're like surely like he's been teaching you something yeah it's just yeah I you like feel, all these
0: you I feel a little like that
1: stupid a little, yeah. a little bit <laughs> and you're and you're in a castle
0: full of morons I don't know what the gilly payoff is because I feel like that story's done. It's like okay, you're that the tension where you had to leave and he was protecting you, that's all over with so now. Like, she's what? just there for comedians. She's just there to leave yeah. but it's just bad. It's like, just or bad she's like, like there for, for her. Well, in this case, this she's there for a little bit of exposition too of the previous not this episode but the she's the one that goes into the dragon scale, like how the people had it and went crazy yeah, or whatever. Because
1: i I'm assuming grayscale is gonna become a big grayscale, deal. Grayscale, Dragon Scale, Grayscale, yeah. Not because just because of what ends up having at the end of this episode but they are just selling that grayscale that's you know they they telegraph their moves so bad because they've been talking grayscale for like four episodes and then what do you know we run into some stone men like we've been telling they've been how doing bad it they before?
0: are yeah like,
1: but i mean it's like every episode somebody tells you something terrible about about grayscale
0: and stone men and they've been doing that with the Targaryen thing, too. Like, are they going to tell that at the end of the season? I was like, come on, guys. You're blowing the load here. Like, you got two or three yeah, more seasons.
1: exactly. Like, you guys are starting to talk in that voice where the pitch just goes up. Well, maybe
0: it is or isn't. It's
1: Somebody like, posted it. a thing
0: secret. from... I mean, we can get to the end later with Jorah, but somebody posts like, and remember when they are in Karth and that crazy lady with the mask or whatever, and he walks up trying to find the dragons mm-hmm. and ask her, and she, like, tells this fortune of him, or the guy sitting there, he's like, he'll sail past the thing and be bit by the stove like, whatever. He, she kind of tells the fortune of that. I was like, that's kind of cool. That like, she's cool. mentioning going, like, sailing past old Valeria where the doom still lies, but he will be without protection of the, you know. It's like, ooh, that's weird. I don't know if they planned that, but that's kind of
1: well, I mean, if we're still on Maybe they, books, sure they George, the book, I'm sure they did. If George R. Martin yeah. had plot and stuff planned out, it just seems like I'll... the way they presented the TV show, it, it's just so straightforward. It's like I wonder if we'll run into something weird. It's like I think you will. We talk about Stone Men like for the last five episodes. And you're at the place where the Stone
0: Men go. That's what I feel this season, I and mean, we won't. It's especially when we'll talk about when we talk about episode six, but all of this, even this this episode, they have the Ramsey scenes in this one with his little friend or whatever. They're all establishing stuff we already know. Well, it's the, like we know he's a jerk. We know certain people well, like. This episode, I mean,
1: like all of a sudden, like uh, Ruse is the the Walmart version of Tywin Lannister, and Ramsey's the Walmart Joffrey. Right. Like the, the second rate of this is like, well, if you didn't, it, you shouldn't have killed those characters if you just wanted somebody to just take up. I mean, this whole season is just a. Just a, a review of you, last season—the same even, elements that we have, and like the same plot things that happen, and can, the kinds of characters and their
0: dynamics—it it feels like you guys are just treading water, like waiting. It feels weird I, if you compare Ramsey to Joffrey in that way. It's interesting because, yeah, because it feels the same. Like we've already done this before with Sansa. We've done like, this twice this with Sansa. Yeah. She,
1: this is the third guy you're forced to
0: marry. But then it's also, but it's, it, I mean, Ramsey's more of a man kind of, you know, than Joffrey was. He's still like a boy, He's but Joffrey's way more psychopath. of a sociopath though. Like he, like stuff that he did still kind of, yeah. He's to like Ramsey, like he will kill people. He's Joffrey. Joffrey
1: and, didn't have the opportunity to get as bad. He was just like, just a boy version of a serial right. killer. But he, he just hadn't grown into, it was like Ramsey is what Joffrey would have become. But that's what makes it boring. Why bother killing Joffrey if you have another one waiting? I love this actor. I think he's great. I, mean, I he think he's great, role, but there's no, like... But, you know, you're wasting like
0: Like, there's no pathos to it in the sense that, like, you don't know the reason. Because with Joffrey, you're like, well, he's like an inbred weirdo. It's like, like something's you know, weird off of him, but this guy... A, like
1: a Freddy Krueger kind of origin. He's like, the, I love that this yeah, scene what, that, between that him and, him and the other is one is like the, a mirror version of <laughs> the what Stannis one. was telling yeah. his daughter. He's like, let me tell you how you're my real son. When I raped your mother. I was like, oh, we're like I killed your father for being I,
0: insolent, and she was crying, so I raped her to shut when, her up. When <laughs> I
1: looked in your eyes, I knew this was my rape baby, and I decided not to throw you in the garbage. Yeah. I was like, oh, my lord.
0: I just let you be raised in the kennel. <laughs> this is your pep talk. It's like, thank you, sir. Oh, God. It's just so you know, we're cool. Oh I I, his, I like Bruce Bolden Like his thing was cool When he was secret But now I don't see Because
1: he's no know. Tywin That's the problem You because, put him in well, the position he doesn't, He's not why? a because Tywin.
0: He, just But just being cool Like that all the time Doesn't show me Any kind of like, what your craziness is either. You know, why is he crazy like that? He's just a weirdo at this point now. Whereas Tywin, you'd see him get mad. you see him get, you know, there was dynamic, like, nature to just his, like, volatile emotions. Like, you'd see, he can go through different things, or he got outsmarted, or he, you know, or he's full of himself with roofs. It's just... Charles oh, Dance you. was
1: such a compelling actor, too. I mean, yeah. I like, like this guy if he's too, but, I mean, no, it's No, he's just... good. I, I, I'm not saying that, that he's a bad actor. I just mean, Charles. I, I'm such a fan of Charles Dance. It, like, I mean, he just looked ruthless and right. evil. And you kind of liked him because he was so good at it. He wasn't like, Cersei gets on your nerves. I kind of wish he'd be like She's a... not only bad, she's stupid. But like, Tywin, he, he was just
0: limited by his arrogance. I really wish they didn't make Charles Dance like... Tarkin's, like, grandson or something in the new Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. you know, like he he feels like that. He feels like an Imperial commander. He's just Yeah, don't yeah. stop Admiral. with
1: Brienne. Just take all of the cast of Game of <laughs> yeah. Thrones. Because that's yeah, all Game of Tyrion, Thrones I is. Mean, it's Tyrion. just basically an X-rated great, fantasy yeah.
0: Star Wars. Yeah, because they all talk. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, all of them would be. Except for Although I, I I'll break too long
1: from it, but I, I feel very good about that Star Wars movie they're making. That I think it's going to be huge fun.
0: You know who Brian's playing in that too, don't you? I think I mean, Captain who,
1: Phasma or something is the name of that. She's like But it's
0: that crazy ass like the she chrome looks cool. trooper. She's like the like bounty a hunter. And
1: they got a cape and stuff. It's like, "I like where your head's at on this. You guys seem to get it." You got the yeah, little she's rolly not robot some, and the chrome trooper with a cape and yeah. I, what I first
0: I thought she would be like some imperial mm-hmm. commander or an admiral. I was like that'd be cool cuz she looks that part too. She's kind of regal and she could be that, but this is even cooler. She's yeah. like the Boba Fed, like the this new, like you know. Like, yeah, you guys understand
1: awesome helmets. That's a that's a big part of what makes Star Wars cool. So I'm. I'm and with just you like already. chrome,
0: yeah, and capes. Anybody with a cape yeah, coming capes. in, yeah. it's amazing.
1: So yeah, you know, we we, we could go down that rabbit hole and not get back out again. Yeah, but I'm okay. feeling good let's about ga- it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: let's see. We'll do it. We'll do a six month out episode or something. <laughs> yeah, check <really> in. exactly. <laughs> Start pre gaming. Yeah. Tailgating. We're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> X wing gating or whatever.
1: And Grey Worms in an epi- in a scene, just to let you know he's there. Nah, I guess I'm bored with those guys. Speaking of just other boring characters, that's what this, they're lacking. That's man. the same. You that's the same rid of note every all time. Your interesting characters
0: And what's his name? You, Dario used to be cool at one time. Now he doesn't do anything but now interesting either.
1: I'm tired of everybody who's just in love with Danny. Is like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's why Tyrion would be so great when he gets there, you know? Because he's yeah. the one that's. Cause, yeah, because he
1: doesn't care. It's like, you don't smell right. like roses to me. Uh, and that's why since this episode is going to be there the long enough to watch her doing dumb stuff. Yeah. But the Tyrion Jorah stuff is my favorite part because yeah, it's great. all of a sudden that, it turns into Lord of the Rings for a minute. They, they, oh, they go yeah, through Valeria, which the, one is of my favorite sequences ever. ruined kingdom. And it's just beautiful. And they're telling these songs of, of this poetry. What, basically, yeah. basically it it Game feel of like Thrones that. is like a post-apocalyptic fantasy world because the, it used to be a traditional fantasy kind of world. And this is well, like that's after the, that was blown up. This is what's left.
0: Well, that's kind of, but it feels still exactly like the Lord of the Rings because it feels like you know. Long have I wished to look upon the of You know, my that's what it sister, is.
1: Even the, sister, the visual yeah. imagery, and they see the dragon, and you're like, "This is getting cool,"
0: and, the stones, and it's so get, creepy. Attacked by Stone Man, but that shot, like I watched that it. That shot again is so amazing because the, you see when you him see drop dragon, down. But
1: well, go back and look at it again because what's even more impressive. He's about that still shot in is there when they see the dragon for the first time. The he's Stone right Stone there. Man yeah. is prominently in right. The I saw it. That's that what I'm shot. about to say. Like he's right there, and they show him twice. Because you're watching the dragon, just like yeah. they are. It's
0: wonderfully shot. But that shot where he's out of focus and drops down, that's the creepiest shot the show's ever done. Like, ah, that's a dude right yeah, there. Yeah, something and happening. <laughs> yeah. And then them instantly, that's such a beautifully done scene, because they drop in the boat, and he says, don't let them touch you, and, like, instantly you know what's happening. Oh, yeah, cool. Okay, that's the stakes right there. You know. Hang on.
1: Babe. <laughs> What are you doing? Oh, God damn it. Shaggy What's dog. What's happening? What are you talking to? You weren't talking? Okay, good. Because if you weren't talking, I was about to freak out. Because <laughs> I heard it, too. All <laughs> we heard is the voice of the door. And it freaked the dog out. She's like, I wasn't talking at all. It's like,
0: oh, my God. The Stoneman.
1: <laughs> I'm so freaked out right now. <laughs> <laughs> you scared the, the dog I, I did. I said You were I You were just monologuing It carried <laughs> I don't know if you heard that But I he heard hear Virgil it. He said he didn't hear you <laughs> But Virgil It was like a murmur <laughs> And Virgil was
0: like, <laughs> 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 like <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell. And then I the dog Damn.
1: You put you put a little you, something on it.
0: You can't be crazy quietly anywhere.
1: Not a, yeah, not around Virgil. He's very sensitive. Sorry. Okay. Like uh, Tuned to the max. We were talking about <laughs> Stoneman, I was already kinda amped up. Yeah. Behind me.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so creepy. There, I love that sequence. It was so. great
1: in the fight, and like Jorah just, just show you like what a perpetual screw-up he is. Like, did you get bit? It's like, Jorah, you would suck in a zombie. Yeah, apocalypse. it just turned like, to The Walking the Dead classic. all of a sudden. Yeah, it's, Jorah is the Brooks. I don't care. Jorah is the Brooks.
0: Being too noble right now.
1: If, you know, what am I going to do? Like, what benefits you for you to lie to me about that? Because I'm your right. prisoner. What am I going to do? Nothing. Except maybe yeah. be able to help. Uh, uh yeah why is he's that the he's the secret?
0: martyr of the show and now it's going to be that's how he maybe well, there's that's a way for the thing dragons to we're get we're going to see something. that
1: i i just got a feeling like like this grayscale is going to have some kind of connection to dragons and there's something to it because
0: it doesn't kill
1: them right like it yeah no one's ever seen it, it come to fruition they know at some point you become animalistic and crazy
0: well, because it but, makes them crazy. Like it makes don't you nuts, know, but it, what, like, that it kills you eventually. They, so what's the day it does? Like your skin, it calcifies your, like it just I turns guess, outside yeah, your outside skin then, to hardens or something.
1: But it looks maybe for they all can the be world. like immune like, against the dragons like or something. Something's going to come. something going come with that. because they've been selling it too much. Because they can't have been selling grayscale through the whole season, and the payoff is these two guys jumping in their boat. And there really no, isn't any could payoff be. in Jorah I mean. getting infected unless we see it have a real effect.
0: Well, maybe Tyrion knows something, though, that he just doesn't know right now, and he can tell, you know. Yeah, or they're going
1: to get around those dragons when they go to drop him off, and they're going to go ape shit at the side of Jorah. Because, you oh, know, Drogon like, was hanging out on him. that island, too. Right. I mean, we're made to believe that he's just passing through, but maybe he lives around there.
0: Who was hanging on that island? Drogon. Oh, Drogon. Yeah. Drogon the dragon. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, that's, that's where those dragons are from, though. That's where that's the Targaryens are from, old, old Valyria or whatever. So it's Drogon like maybe, the maybe
1: that's a children's book dragon name. Drogo.
0: It's Drogon, isn't it? Or Drogon. Drogo? It, yeah, that Drogo.
1: Game. Yeah, he's named after Caldroga, but Drogon yeah, is his name. But Drogon is a dumb name for a dragon. You just took it's out like, the A's. Yeah, basically, <laughs> that's as dumb as Aragon. Those books always yeah. used to bother me too. Like that's an alphabet pun. Yeah,
0: <laughs> dragons have lame names usually. Yeah, except for
1: stupid dragons. Half of them are named Dragon, Draco, Smaug Drago. Yes, Smaug Draco. is better than most. <laughs> yeah, Dra- Draco is about the worst. It's like wait,
0: that was a lazy name. My fit with Lionheart. What's that Isn't <laughs> another It's name? Dragon. Sean dragon Dragonheart. Dragon what? Dragonheart.
1: Yeah, well, that's a lazy name movie, too, so what are we talking about here? <laughs> Rain of Fire. It's about a dragon. McConaughey.
0: I need to watch that movie again. Rain
1: of Har- Fire is amazing.
0: I saw that in the theaters. That's actually. like the <laughs> dumbest,
1: <laughs> awesome movie, because you're just like, what well, is the dumbest idea I've ever heard for a I movie? Need to watch but that again. Watch Christian it. Bale, amazing.
0: McConaughey, <laughs> busting Dragon, ass.
1: Yeah, <laughs> kicking ass.
0: Some weird Mad Max future. <laughs> that's the best. It's Mad Max with dragons. It really is. That movie has the dumbest setup. They're like, I remember, what I remember that movie is that they're actually excavating for like the underground in London and there's a dragon there. And they wake knows. up a dragon and that's yeah. it. Yeah, and there's now all the dragons. It's a dragon chain <laughs> reaction and stupid. the dragons took over the whole world and that's it. It's very dumb. That's awesome. Okay.
1: The do... Du- even though we we're just cutting away as best we can, we still just covered this whole episode.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's much. I mean, there, there's. I mean, they have Ramsay being, you know, whatever, and they you do you reveal that you know she finds Theon because his girl, her girlfriend, the yeah, that girl's but that's name getting is.
1: old too. Like, they're and you know they're building to something with Theon, but I don't care. Yeah. Like they keep cutting. They've been doing this since like they were chasing that, they're hunting that girl, and they just show how. How bad he feels about it. He's just a
0: pathetic. Well, that's what I'm red. saying. That everyone He's like you can't just
1: Gollum. Like he'll probably do one good thing and then die. It's like, well, that's not good enough.
0: It just doesn't work in a drama. If this is the drama show and we're not having a lot of action, it has to work as a drama. In a drama, we need to be shifting perspectives and stuff. Like, well, there's just like too much melodrama. To yeah, much well, well, melodrama is just drama happening and people not changing. People need to be changing in some ways too. Like it's. It's not even, like, I don't know. I just feel like everybody's stuck in place. Like, nothing different. Is it? Everybody's still the same people they I feel are. like, and like and we're,
1: we're going to find out if we're right, but I feel like the season is really
0: just a repeat of the last one. Is it going to build, like, to just, like, the castle, like, Winterfell like battle or something? Yeah,
1: is that basically the, the, the set piece that you guys are building as far as the battle will be the, the battle for These Winterfell. It's two
0: tiny little armies. And
1: the political <laughs> arc that you guys are pushing is what's going on at King's Landing. And everything like it else is just kind of just happened. We already know that whatever's happening with Tyrion is playing towards a future season because you've already wasted it. Right. So that means you guys are just wasting time building the next season. So we already know that's an, there's no payoff of of
0: any yeah. I mean, he might have him. a I mean, he might have a big triumphant moment in this season, like episode nine or ten, you know, where he takes control, like helps her, and like really has an awesome Tyrion moment. And That's going to happen, I bet you. But that's it. You don't get to see how that relationship plays out, though. Cause yeah, it's
1: already... and it's, I guess Varius just isn't going to be in it anymore.
0: What <laughs> sucked because that's how the one that, we were that looking was a forward fun to. Little do some to see. Yeah but Tyrion wasn't being himself then that's why it sucks because you're like well wonderful because what's fun about this episode I mean it is halfway through the season but I love the idea that because Tyrion I love the idea that the dragon wakes him up you know yeah, now he's, he's already he's, been he's, drying
1: out he can't be in a stupor because he doesn't have wine and then all of a sudden he goes to this magic. world they start doing poetry he's a dragon
0: yeah. <laughs> and he sort of becomes himself again and he remembers, like, that he just, he loves knowledge and books and all that stuff. Because when we meet him the first time, he's never been unhappy. Like, he's a dwarf, and, but he was a pretty kind of carpe diem kind of guy, you know, in the first season, the first few episodes. Yeah, because he was completely like,
1: ignored. He could do anything he wanted to do. Yeah.
0: And he could read books, but he loved knowledge and he loved, you know, sleeping with whores or whatever. Like, he wasn't some yeah, kind yeah, of dramatic stuff. character, you know what I mean? Like, so it's fun to see him start to wake up again it won't happen this season. like it won't bear fruit like you said until next season but i will. Yeah, that's I my prediction like
1: this, i can't see where there's going to be any if kind they're, of not, satisfactory yeah, they're not arc with him cuz they're almost they're, we're come close to done now
0: yeah if they're not shooting both of these seasons back to back next season i was like what else is there to shoot guys next season if it's the, i mean it's the same stuff like why don't you guys just yeah. keep shooting why do who they else take is time going off
1: going to get married and go to trial who are we going to keep doing that too <laughs> that's true that's gonna get that gets an episode six <laughs> that's absolutely true yeah we'll get to it yeah I, I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil this this is supposed to be the episode that we're good yeah. happy about things but overall, I liked it. it. I was, but I, it's, it's I was kind happy of with this episode though I like a lot of the stuff that they're doing with it but I just and, but he, I feel like you know it's not gonna come to anything and that
0: that's frustrating well we're seeing a pattern we'll touch it on six the best parts of all these episodes are Tyrion and Jorah at this point now so and they make it worth it like their little ten minutes makes the whole thing worth it just their conversations and that's really all i mean this had a lot of action drew on, but seeing them interact is a lot of fun because now that Jorah's kind of waking up so that, but that's not a season of a show you can't everything else can't be boring so yeah
1: that's that's just a good writing rule
0: <laughs> yeah that's like, like a 10 minute short it
1: can't be 90 percent boring <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's just like the law well, that was like, uh, that's been one of my writing rules forever, as I always said. Take the best part of a story and rip it out. Does the story work? Because if it doesn't, you have a bad story. The story should yeah. work without the best elements there. It should still be compelling when all your favorite stuff is ripped out of it. Otherwise, it's just, it's just a prop. It's just there to prop up that one scene or character or thing I, you want to happen.
0: Like I said, I think they're just hamstrung by the books because, I mean, they're even made. Apparently, they the books, like, it, they've, they've already they got, done more stuff now than. They made it, stuff and, like, involved main characters and stuff that they were never involved in in the four and five, I guess. It should be so.
1: evident to them by now that the books are not going to tell the story for them. And like, right. I don't know what they're holding out, but the best thing that could happen ever for that show is for book six to come out and be awful because then yeah. they'll know, like, guys, that's it, you know, graduate past this you have to tell this story it's up to you now
0: they might realize that after this
1: I just feel like they're holding out hope thinking well we're going to get one last big burst out of that last that next book and then we probably are on our own so we might as well just hold out it's like
0: I almost wish you guys would go off the air for a year and this is the thing too. it's like it's not that this is a bad show, and like we like I said, when you're watching it, it's like one of those movies like it's fun, it's enjoyable. I'm like, oh, this is the great real, real well done, and you watch it, but it's not worth like doing like we started this show because this show was so meaty to talk about like we started like it's yeah, enough to have now a we're whole podcast to wonder about. If
1: we need an episode for episode guide <laughs> yeah it's the like show because. Because that's exactly right. We, we dedicated a whole podcast to this show because it, it was so substantive to talk about and a, and a cut above. And now it's like, yeah, compared to other shows, it's like if you watch the Star Wars prequel. Yeah, in a vacuum, this is an enjoyable movie. But in a right. world where I know the other Star Wars movies exist, yeah, it, it creates a different context.
0: Yeah, it's like this is still really fun, and so, but it's still not – it's only, yeah. It's like how much of that was fun, and we kept going to the Star Wars movies because it was Star Wars. And we hoped it would be good, you know. And this isn't as bad as that. This is way better than the prequels, <laughs> but it's it just feels it's it's, like, it's it's bad. it's it's just been good. There's just nothing much going on. It's like a normal, it's like a normal HBO show, you know. Like you find oh, this is a cool HBO show. It's this is fantasy. It's not like the phenomenon of Game of Thrones, like. Blockbuster like, event. It's just been. The problem, problem a good, is it's a good
1: show. is the same. It's the same problem with the marketing of the Star Wars prequels. You can't come back later and say, "Well, you know, you guys had too high an expectation." It's like, well, the marketing was around that. The marketing is. Because HBO banks everything on Game of Thrones. People subscribe yeah, to HBO a, just for Game of Thrones. They made sure HBO Now was available in time for Game of Thrones. The week of Game of Thrones. Game yeah. of Thrones drives that network. So you can't just say, well, it's just a regular show. What do you guys expect? It's like, well, you, I expect what you guys are selling. But what do we pay, $15 a month for HBO so we can watch one show? It better be a damn good show. It's only 10 weeks out of my year. It better be a good 10 weeks. Yeah, they need to start filling up. They need another big drama. It's True Detectives coming back. Oh, uh, yeah, that's and, true. I, I can't see how they could top season one, but as long as they're consistently good. They've got a great cast. I've,
0: I've seen the new, the newer trailer where they have more talking. You know, it's not just that song. Yeah, it where was, they
1: actually have talking instead of just yeah. people making sad faces. I love those three.
0: Those three I love all four of those actors that are oh, the I main. Th- like, I think it's going to be great. Taylor Kitsch and colin they, farrell and vince vaughn being a bad guy again is i because people don't realize that he likes you know he's been like serial killers in movies and he's really good and creepy as this guy you know yeah he's perfect. and rachel mcadams i love rachel mcadams so yeah, to have her play this gritty detective which she never does she's always in like these rom-coms cause she's so and,
1: sweet looking it's like she is a yeah. sweet pretty face this is a good role for her too i think it's gonna be great just for that and colin farrell has had his ups and downs but i've always thought he's a great actor
0: I, yeah, I'm so interested – this is getting off topic too, but I'm so interested in that because I've we read through that Nick Pizzi, the what's it, how, how do What's say how name? What do you call it?
1: Did you say
0: Pizzicolatto? <laughs> no, what's his That's name? That guy – it's like Piz, Piz. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Nick P. or whatever, the guy, like the cousin, writer. Cousin John you know. Prince Tyrone. Because the, the the first season of True Detective so heavily banked. I mean, it had all these ensemble parts, and Woody Harrelson was a counterpoint, but it banked on that location and that weird southern gothic thing, and then McConaughey, like, kind of imbuing that with his crazy, weird, like, kind of Lovecraftian thing. You know, it had this all this neat aura, and this is totally different. This is like L.A., not yeah, I anything... I hope he finds a philosophy
1: that works, because one of the things... The, the horror element of it was interesting, but what, what he really tapped into was the, you know that sort of pessimist philosophy of that main character right, right. Was well, the, so ni- yeah, the nihilism or whatever
0: yeah and but, his book and I read his short story book and it's good and it's interesting and the little short stories are really cool you know they're like oh, that's an interesting and one I, read, to take. And so I read
1: Galveston his novel. I didn't his, read the novel I just dead. read the short
0: stories I need to read the novel now
1: right. I haven't read the short stories that was the, that was basically his first book and then Galveston was like his first novel. Yeah, but cause he was True just, like, Detective is professor. a cut above. I don't think it's fair when people say like when people call it plagiarism that he that he's talking about because pes- pessimistic philosophy doesn't belong to Thomas Ligotti. It is it, all Thomas Ligotti did right. in his book was talk about pessimist philosophy, quoting other philosophers.
0: Yes, yeah, I. Like, uh, the only the story thing that I guess that. people found matter.
1: ethically questionable is that you know he talked about that and he may have been influenced by having read Ligotti and but. But pessimist philosophy does exist. It's not a fictional device. It, it's real. There really were. Right. It's a it's, it's like. a it's a school of thought that people do have, and it's a right. fascinating one. If he hadn't talked about it there, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have uh, read the book for myself.
0: Well, you don't see normal characters in show, have like outright like kind of point of view like that and have it be McConaughey doing it that way and then have Harrelson counterpoints like that's the stuff that people think you're nuts man you can't say stuff like that oh, it's so because, beautifully done Damn because just, that w- we should be doing a true detective podcast now. yeah like, that's what we should do this is the now. last <laughs> episode of
1: the game of thrones podcast
0: until the, something's interesting it's like four episodes later yeah, oh we'll come, we'll the finale was great catches you
1: up between <laughs> And today we're talking about the last half of season five and the first half of season six of Game of Thrones. We'll just do HBO, and HBO Next week we'll re- we will return to our regular episode for episode
0: coverage. TV detective—that's the name of our true detective podcast. Okay.
1: You still there? Did it go
0: out? Can you hear me? <laughs> I
1: think I lost Andrew. Hello. It's convenient to, to lose connection at the end of a show. Though.
0: What the hell? Is it me? I don't think so. Hello? Hello? I
1: hope it isn't. You are in this call. No, I'm in this call. There it is. That's weird. I just yeah, want to say, take that out work. Think it, was me. Uh, it was convenient this time because we were pretty much done anyway. Yeah. But maybe that should be the way the show always ends, where it's like <laughs> it just someone, cuts off. Something just decides. Nope, that's enough.
0: I'm talking mean? about true detective. Can you 10 hear me? Minutes. Can you hear me?
1: <laughs> yeah. Just leave that in with no editing. Say, Hello? <laughs> and you just put in you like snoring. Hello? <laughs>
0: You should see if they have that. I like that Ex Machina movie; it was good. Uh, we it was to see Ex Machina. Megan's interested like, in seeing really that. Want see she it. wants to see it. Maybe we'll yeah, see it. Yeah, it's week? like a. Yeah, it's like interesting. It's like this weird kind of like Twilight Zoney kind of thing too. Like it's just interesting. It's it's not like the best movie in the world, but Is those it guys like, like what the Oscar. trailer makes it look like. The trailer looks boring to me. What does the trailer make it look like? Like I fell in love with a robot. Um. I mean that's like one of the themes they're pushing, but Oscar Isaac's here. It's just like I mean it's not like the most in- like uh, amazing movie in the world, but it's interesting. I think I think Oscar Isaac does such a good job, the guy, because he's going to be in Star Wars, so it's relevant. And so is the Domhnall Gleeson guy too. I like both of those actors so much. So
1: we'll try it. I'm a little worried because I'm pretty sure that robot chick was like playing like a 12 year old in
0: that Zach Brath movie last year. I didn't see that movie. It's pretty good. Wish I was here. Well, she's like, well, she's like, um. She's like a what's it? Michael Fassbender's girlfriend now, so. <laughs> well, that's his problem. He's a robot too. What the hell?
1: Yeah. What the shit?
0: Yeah. Is
1: it already happening?
0: It's good. It's just interesting. It's just like it's it's an interesting movie. It's not like the best, but it does feel like some weird. Well, we we'll probably go see it because it's worth seeing it in the theater, theater. to see it, and I don't think there's anything else out this weekend. When I went and saw Ex Machina here, it was like three weeks ago. So it was like after but it was the week and Avengers came out and we saw Avengers like Friday afternoon like all of work just got off early just one to the afternoon movie of Avengers Sweet. but but I was the only one in the theater and the movie's like kind of sexual in a lot of parts and especially at the end Okay. there's just a lot of nudity it would be
1: even weirder if it was you and one other person
0: well it's even weirder just by myself because like because you know how they always come in at the end of the movie like the people like at the end of the movie there's just a lot of nudity because she's looking at all these robot parts like you'll see but it's well, like Now it's you're just selling really, it Now you're It's selling like it. It's just really awkward And so it's like They're gonna come in It's like What are you watching? You pervert? I was like No you guys are showing this movie It's not me it's like, Put your hands <laughs> <on> <laughs> I didn't tell the you wrap, to watch sir. it Yeah <laughs> It's the first time I've ever been to the theater By myself It's
1: very interesting <laughs> That is true I don't know that I've ever been I've gone to the movies By myself But I don't know that I've ever sat in a theater That was completely Devoid of other people
0: makes me want to be rich. It's pretty That's nice. Like, <laughs> you're like, this is
1: pretty. I could get used to this. Is I was like going to, to Watchmen, and my friend's dad went with us, and it got like the sex scene is a little is pretty weird when you're sitting with someone's dad. Yeah, I've seen. That's watching like that. that ge- I was watching this episode of Game of Thrones with my parents actually, and then all of a sudden Ramsey and the kennel master's daughter starting. Yeah, yeah, like, like, oh, like full nudity stuff. Yeah, my parents sleep through the whole episode, but they wake up for that. (laughs) Everyone wakes up for that. All right, okay, so that's... I can't imagine how we could get any further off track and still not make an hour. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess we're done. We'll we'll, we'll get back and and cover episode six soon. Well, I mean, for your perspective, it'll be the same. It's soon for us, I guess. It doesn't matter. You can listen to other episodes of this show and... uh, Episodes of TV8 My Dinner at TV8 dot com. We're on Facebook. We're on the Google. We're
0: on uh, Twitter. We're probably dweebler. on other stuff. Weebler. Doebler. Doinkus and Doebler. Do Doinkus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the game is on Throndol. Throndol <laughs> is the weirdest. Nothing sounds like a made up word anymore because they all are because all the domains are taken. In fact, we should just go ahead and buy Throndol too.
0: Drogus and Drogon. Drogas, <laughs> yes, yeah. Drogue energy drink what was that (laughs) the latest episode of Silicon Valley Homicide Homicide Homicide.
1: yeah (laughs) that's an awesome show yeah you got that going for you HBO I love that show it's a, good
0: little count, it's a good little palate cleanser after Game of Thrones. It comes it on immediately after like, okay, cool. It can help hole. you. It's like a therapeutic tool. Especially after the yeah, sixth episode. We'll get into that later. But, it's sort of like right. someone
1: slaps you in the face and hands you a puppy. <laughs> Game that's, of Thrones. That's Silicon Valley after Game of Thrones.
0: <laughs> Just, hey, oh. Oh, okay, funny. Thank this is you, spider. thank you. DJ Miller, okay.
1: <laughs> all right. So, yeah, we'll, talk we'll talk to you later on. Do we say it? Do I say my name is Sean? Do we do that on this? I don't think. Do, we do. I say my name is Andrew? I think we do. I I it Doesn't matter. Should... We just
0: said it. Oh god! I don't think we ever have Altered properly. You should say Valar Margulis, and I should say Valar Dahar. We'll say that for next time after
1: That's not Gorky. Voldemort the Dangus. No, not
0: even close more Bedangus. <laughs> Topanga Droga, <laughs> <laughs> Topanga Drogon. Like, you
1: guys suck.
0: Second <laughs> like names. Oh, here's that scene. So, I, mean, I started the episode and I fast-forward through a bunch of it when we started. <laughs> Cause I was like, I was like, well, I need to remember what's in this, you know, so I can just glance over. And it's still just at the Tyrion scene. It's not even over yet. <laughs>